0: said it because of his wet blanket energy. (laughs) Hey everyone, welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie and I'm Jackie and we don't give a fuck if you're here for the right reasons. We're just happy you're here. So come over and join us and listen (laughs) as
1: we talk shit about our favorite show.
0: I think I definitely lost a few listeners by saying F-word in the first, like, 30 seconds.
1: Oh, or you're preparing them for what's to come. Yeah. So there's no surprises.
0: Yeah, if you're new here, welcome to the dark side.
1: (laughs) Me, 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 should I do my warm-ups? Ma, ma, ma.
0: Um, All right, guys, let's creep. Okay, so something's in the water because since last week, two Bachelor Nation couples have split Let's start with the most recent, which is Katie and John Hershey. And like, we used to talk about Katie and John Hershey weekly. And then they just like became such a rock solid couple that it was no longer interesting that they like totally fell off my radar. Like I didn't even, I haven't even been looking at them, creeping on them, anything.
1: They both posted on their stories that they had broken up. Stephanie, if you want to read the statements from both parties.
0: Well, Katie was a little cryptic. So she was the first one to post a story and she just wrote statement, no, we aren't together.
1: And so many people thought she was either trolling or this was like about the pig that was in her story earlier that day or-
0: Like it's not April Fool's day. Like why would she be just randomly be trolling us?
1: That's how what I felt, too, but I was texting even friends about it, and they were like, eh, like, I don't know. Well, because the news of them breaking up is so unbelievable, but clearly it happened, so we have to believe it. Yeah,
0: and then John confirmed later. He said, as Katie stated earlier, we're no longer dating. This decision was not made lightly and obviously not an easy one to make. Now, looking back at their Instagram, though, they haven't posted anything on their feeds since April, so people should have seen this coming, but then people also pointed out that they were together, Like literally yesterday.
1: Are you talking about the Chipotle rug thing? Yeah, yeah. So John had posted a story of him eating Chipotle, and in the background there's like the littlest little smidgen of a rug. And then people have shown that that's a rug that's in Katie's apartment. But the the smidgen is so small, I don't even know if like.
0: What I don't get with people is that why is it so unbelievable that he was at her house and then they had their talk to break up and now they're broken up? Like everyone's like that can't possibly be true because he ate Chipotle at her house, like. Well, they they obviously broke up in person. Maybe he took that photo and posted it before they decided that they were going to like go through with this breakup. I don't know. And
1: breakups can be weird too. Sometimes I feel like you technically break up, but then you might see each other a few times before you like make that real clean break. Yeah. So sometimes I think it can be messy. I will say though, and giving credit where credit's due, Zachary Reality posted this on his story. But someone said to him, Katie and John, citing, I saw Katie, John and his dog walking together at 7.30 p.m. yesterday. In the Hillcrest neighborhood of San Diego, they appear to be in good spirits. And that was yesterday? This was yesterday that this person sent that. Um, yeah, saying that they had seen them yesterday, so a few days ago. But the, and this was in between statements. This is when Katie had already said that, like her cryptic statement and Jean had not confirmed yet. But at the same time, you can be broken up and still like walk a dog together and be friendly. Like We don't know the circumstances of the breakup. Yeah, know? maybe they're you know, like just talking. Just because you smiled at people walking back Like, doesn't mean that everything's, like, perfect in your relationship. So, I don't know. And John's
0: eating Chipotle at Katie's house. Maybe she had his leftovers and he was not breaking up until he got his burrito.
1: Or they were doing, like, the classic, like, I need to give you back your sweatshirts and I need to take back my And you have my my burrito in your fridge. (laughs) Yeah, and I need to eat my Chipotle leftovers. I can't possibly (laughs) get a new one. Yeah, can't Um, possibly do that. I am really shocked by this news, though, especially because they got so much flack when they got together and i feel like we've talked about this in the context of like ari and lauren and how well they've been doing as a couple i think when you choose to be together despite the fact that the entire internet is being mean to you that really (laughs) like that means something i'm like oh that's true love so i'm really sure you're willing
0: to risk like the backlash i I actually don't think they're done for good i feel like they are supposed to be together and hopefully they can work things out. What was a little odd timing was that, um, so I, so the other couple that broke up, if you guys don't know, was Michelle and Nate. And I had made a TikTok about it over the weekend. And it was just me pretending to talk to my therapist, um, saying Mm -hmm. I feel fine, but I just cry myself to sleep every night. The Kardashian sound on TikTok. And Katie liked it and then started following me on TikTok. And I remember like now knowing that she was probably like going through her own breakup. I wonder if it was like, I don't know, you know when like you're in like seventh grade and your friend breaks up with her boyfriend. So it's like easier for you to break up with your boyfriend because someone else is going through it. I almost feel like, well, Michelle and Nate can do it. Like we're on the outs too. It was almost like, let's all just do this together. Let's all just get single together. Hot girl summer.
1: It is time for the hot girl summer. I mean, it could be. And she saw your TikTok and was like, oh, I need to like support this person who is like making funny TikToks about breakups and not like bashing people, you know? Yeah. That was the thought. I wonder
0: system. if sure I was like it. the trigger. She saw the TikTok and probably was like, John, Hershey, we need to talk.
1: We need to talk because there are people on the internet that are just going to make sweet, funny TikToks mm-hmm. and we're not going to get so much hate. Right.
0: Right. And they shouldn't get hate. Like, I mean, no. I want them to get back together because I think they're really freaking cute. But, who, I mean, it didn't work out. She can go now to paradise.
1: Which is very convenient timing.
0: Another thing, so when she followed me on TikTok, obviously I messaged her. I mm-hmm. We obviously have wanted Katie to come on the podcast forever. I reached out and asked her, invited yeah. her, and she said that her contract is up in August. But she did say, unless they extend it. Now thinking about (gasps) paradise, why would they
2: extend it? Right.
0: I mean, it could just, she may know something we don't know. She could say like, oh, as a lead, they have the right to extend it for whatever reason. Like they may have that control because we know that their contracts are ridiculous. But now looking at it, I'm like, well, Michael A's in paradise. Greggy may go last minute. I'm still holding out hope. Like, yeah. Why would they extend your contract?
1: I just think the timing is too convenient for all of these things to be happening at this time while they're literally filming Paradise. Like, it means something, people. It means something. It does
0: mean something. What does it mean, though, Miley? What does it mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that we don't know quite yet, but I think we're on to something. And when we see Katie show up in Mexico, we can say, we told you so. Yeah. Because also, bringing it back to the Michelle and Nate breakup, we told you so. We had been getting natural <laughs> encounters and things for weeks saying like just saying little things that made it seem like maybe they weren't in the best. Yeah, and I've been harassed.
0: And I would like to remind mm-hmm. you guys if you have anything rude to say, say it to Jackie regarding the cause she's obsessed with Brandon and Michelle. I got so I many am. mean messages. But yeah, so Michelle and Nate are done. We tiptoed around that the other day, and now they're really done.
1: I do think it's weird though, because yeah, we talked about this most recently, the other day. But in that same conversation, we brought up Nate's TikTok where he's like, guys, where's Michelle? Where's mm-hmm. Michelle? Where's Michelle? Where? No, but like literally her actual whereabouts. Basically, like mocking the fact that everyone's like, wait, what's going on? Like, where is Michelle? Which led me to believe at the time, oh, maybe things actually are better than we're assuming because he's being very jokey and playful about it as if it's like a ridiculous thing to think. But now I'm like, okay, but Nate, we were like onto something. And you're making fun of us for asking, where's Michelle?
0: The Michelle, like, not wearing her ring, letting her friend wear her ring. And then she said, like, mm-hmm. guys, like, we're humans. Like, you can't be watching us like that.
1: Right. And then they break up. But yeah,
0: like, she was, like, upset that people were calling her out for not wearing her ring for, like, a second. And then you guys literally break up days later. So people were not crazy to think that something was going on. I think the biggest question that I'm seeing now, everyone's asking what happens to the $250 that they were offered.
1: I want to know that too. Does
0: anyone think that they didn't get it? What makes us think that they definitely got it? What makes us think that this isn't something that they just say and then they don't actually get it?
1: I was about to say, I was like, but Stephanie, they said they got it. Why would they ever lie on this show? But obviously, we know that not to be the truth. Um, But... I don't know. I feel like it would come out that they didn't actually get it if they didn't actually get it. Because if I was on that show and someone told me, hey, you're getting $250,000 and I never got it. I would say something about it.
0: You know it's so funny too? Like no one put two and two together that the extra two hundred and fifty grand they had lying around was definitely like Chris Harrison's bonus that they didn't need to pay anymore <laughs> because he wasn't there. No There's one's room ever in been the just budget like,
1: people. Right.
0: They're yeah. like, oh, Christmas bonuses for everyone. Chris is gone. And like he, you know he was making bank, so two fifty so is not much. even yeah. like that's literally like his like Sunday bonus.
1: But what do you think actually happens to it? Or do you think they had bought a house ready or do you think it's like sitting in cash in one of their bank accounts? I
0: think Michelle has a big bag of money under her bed with like dollar signs on it. You know, okay. like the burglars. Yeah. And she just keeps it under there for safekeeping.
1: Okay, no but actually, like what do you I think? have no what fucking clue. To it? <laughs>
0: I have no clue. And
1: I do wonder if they have to give it back like if it's like the ring situation because they had given them that money to buy a house.
0: Yeah, that's fucking Like there was weird. a purpose
1: for it, you it's know. It's one what I mean? thing.
0: That's why I don't think they gave them the money. If anyone has any insight on this, let me know because it's yeah, one so thing curious. to have to give a ring back. It's another thing like what if you're like we've already spent the money.
1: Right. I have That's to take why out I don't a loan. Think they would have to give back cold hard cash.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Michelle's to say, gonna get a bag with money and dollar signs on it and hand it back to fucking Mike Flies. She's just
1: gonna like bury it in her backyard for a little bit. And Mike Flies is like, Michelle, where is the money? And she's like, I, I spent it. Like, sorry, yeah. I don't know. But secretly, she
0: it's sold. in her. It's in her backyard. Yeah. I think that's probably the most accurate. I think so. It's in Michelle's backyard.
1: But seriously, if anyone knows what is going on, like, what happens to the money, I'm so curious. Yeah, so that's
0: the internet's biggest question. My biggest question is, how long is Nate going to keep Michelle Young fan account on his Instagram? Because I've not liked that since the very beginning. I actually thought, and I've said this, and I got backlash on this podcast, Mm -hmm. but I thought it was a little... It was a little too much. You, we get it. You love her. This was your fiance, and you were very happy to call your Instagram page a Michelle Young fan account. Seemed like.
1: Oh, say, I think it's kind of cute and funny.
0: But now he has to take it off.
1: No, now, no, now he has to change it. Now I mean, he has to change but it. When so when they were when? happy, I feel like it's cute. I don't know. I give it one week before he has to change it.
0: Yeah, let's take some bets. I think it's going to be a little bit.
1: Or never.
0: What is he going to get married to someone else and have Michelle Young fan <laughs> account in his bio? I don't.
1: I'm looking through his Instagram now to see if he's like a really active poster he is he does because it would be one thing if I'm like oh he's just like never on Instagram he's only like on Instagram for The Bachelor but that's not true he does post quite often so what the
0: heck so Michelle has taken this week off from hosting Bachelor Happy Hour she hosts that with Boops Kufrin Jacobs and this week Boops and Tommy are hosting instead of Boops and Michelle and everyone in the comments are like What the hell? Like, how do you have your host have a breakup and you're not even going to acknowledge it? Uh, Clearly, she's not ready or maybe, you know, called out sick, doesn't want to go to work, which is understandable. But Becca and Thomas kind of teased that they had, like, this major announcement, but it was, like, that they got a house. I wonder if they used Michelle and Nate's money money. to buy their house. (laughs) Who knows? But people are, like, annoyed that they're, like... Why are you teasing some big announcement, making it seem like you're pregnant, you're getting a house, and you're not acknowledging Michelle's major breakup? When your podcast is about Bachelor news, like this would be like me having that mo- that thing with Jed and then not talking about it on a podcast where we have a segment called Bachelor Encounters. You're obviously right, right. eventually going to have to address it. I'm sure next week she'll come on and she'll address it. Maybe she's just not ready yet.
1: Maybe she wants to address it herself and because she's not on the podcast right now. Yeah. So they're just like That's probably for her it. to come back.
0: But she's not on the podcast now probably because she doesn't want to talk about it yeah like what are the odds that she's just has like a or maybe she's
1: just like needs a break that's a big transition when you break up with someone that you thought you were gonna marry so maybe she's just like i want to focus on myself for a week give myself a break recoup feel my feelings and then you can like properly move on you know
0: or she's taking the week off so she can go to paradise and go get brandon oh
1: my god
0: jackie can only dream
1: i can only dream I i do think though but as much as i liked michelle and brandon together and i do really like brandon i also have a big thing with people being people second choice and i'm like brandon is now it's over they can't they can't be together i'm sorry
0: but we're okay with katie going to paradise and getting like michael a i am at least even though that's like her fourth choice in, in
1: like a short-term situation for my entertainment yes yes but i don't think katie and michael A. should get married they can have a little summer fling down on the beach okay you'll,
0: you'll allow that i'll allow okay moving on nick vial talked about on his podcast this week how Gabby and Rachel, part of their Bachelor season was filmed on a cruise ship. There was like rumblings about this and he's confirming it. Now what I don't understand, I'm going to play the clip, but what I don't understand is like, Nick is in ABC's back pocket, so why is he allowed to release some things versus others? Like It's like, he talks very candidly about how he has inside knowledge. So he gets like screeners of all the episodes and he can get that. He gets like privileges that a Bachelor alumni gets, but he still goes and like Dishes tea. But I think
1: he's not Spoiling it enough That it's like A real spoiler Like this is getting me More excited For the show Well, Just hearing these little clips So he's kind of like Helping them with promotion You know
0: Yeah Here's what he said
3: Heard it's gonna be Very different It's gonna have a Paradise feel to it well, Yeah because um. it might be On a cruise ship It is on a cruise ship Really? See Paradise Part of it It sounds like the producers Think it's gonna be Really interesting But very different And like they mentioned A paradise element Because they're not pitted against each other at all but like if let's say Gabby was like I'm just not feeling it with Frank Frank could be like Rachel stop. up but there's a little bit of like options right and the thing about Paradise what makes it different is people have options right you're not you don't have a focal point to one person and just be like well I guess I'm in love with this person because they're the only one here to fall in love with they said it was hell to film because they decided to have two Bachelors like last second so their scheduling like was for one bachelorette so they had to like jam it all in and like if it goes really well if this is like a hit the people i talk to they hope they never do
0: it again i want to start with one part he said that they're, okay. they're not pitting them against each other which i believe mm-hmm. and i think abc's done a very good job at saying they're friends they're best friends yeah, however yeah. his frank situation mm-hmm. what if he's like oh if gabby's not into frank frank can go over and hang out with rachel okay but then what if Gabby is into Frank and Frank's like oh I was into you but now I'm into Rachel that will eventually pit them against each other like it's not going to be that seamless that you can just like share guys like they're fucking accessories
1: well and I don't think it'll be that clean that these guys will either only like Gabby or only like Rachel and there's just like two sides to be on because that's just not how normal human nature works. It yeah. might be aspects of Rachel that someone likes and aspects of Gabby and they they could be conflicted as much as like Gabby and Rachel can be conflicted. So, I don't know. I do think that Nick saying this whole scheduling thing is very interesting cuz I have thought about that too. We're now trying to fit in two of everything into one season, especially once it gets towards the end. Like, are we going to have eight hometowns? Are we going to have six fantasy suites? Like there's not enough time for all of that or are they just gonna cut so much of it that we're not really gonna see the extent of these relationships that's what I am worried about of fitting in all of this
0: stuff I don't think they're gonna have eight hometown dates unless they make the hometown dates like five minutes
1: well I that's the thing I don't want to watch eight hometown dates that's insane so it's gonna make our job job really hard (laughs) I know I already have like such trouble remembering people's names early on and if there's gonna be like Gabby's men and Rachel's men and yeah I'm going to have to make flashcards for sure. But I do think all of Nick talking about this stuff it is making me more, I mean, I was going to watch anyway, but I feel like it's making me more inclined to watch.
0: I'm excited to go on a cruise ship with them. It's been I, a while. I just don't
1: understand why the cruise ship comes into it, though. Is Nick Vial going to be
0: the cruise ship manager? Oh,
1: my God. That's how he knows. Oh, my Because he <laughs> was reprising his role as the cruise ship manager. What was, it,
2: what Bob, was the name? The I don't Bob, the hotel cruise manager.
1: Of course his name's fucking Bob.
2: Like, mm-hmm.
0: Wait, oh my god, you know how there's always like a knock at the door every single season and then you open the door, they're gonna have a knock at the door and (laughs) she's gonna open the door and it's gonna be Nick holding towels for them because he's the hotel cruise ship manager. I love
1: that, the fans need to see him reprise the role. Of Bob, yes. So at least we have that to look forward to. Because Nick's the only person who said anything about a cruise ship because he has the inside scoop because he was there.
0: I feel like I've read something brief on Reddit but there was never any... Concrete information, and he's like, no, it was. He definitely, he's definitely there. He definitely went. He definitely is the For hotel sure. manager.
1: <laughs> exactly. Where are yeah, you I at, just Bob? Don't know why there? Why would they be on a cruise ship otherwise?
0: Right. Obviously, Honestly, Nick has. <laughs> like,
1: it doesn't make it any better or worse. Like, I a cruise ship is just a weird pick or maybe it's easier to travel because they can bop around to like different islands or something i don't know okay well then
0: if they're on a cruise ship one of their dates is they're going to be performing in a show because what else can you like really do group date wise on a cruise ship? oh see
1: in my mind it was a cruise ship for only the people on this show but in your mind they're crashing a literal like vacation cruise ship like there are people with their families Seeing Gabby and Rachel go on dates on this cruise ship—a
0: mix of both. I think they're going to be okay. like on like a Carnival cruise, but I don't think like Joe Schmo's going to be there. But that doesn't mean that they still can't perform on stage. Why can't they perform on stage?
1: But, but for who? The producers? Nick Bial.
0: He'll just sit there with his, with his towels.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, excited. I almost wish it was more them like crashing a Carnival cruise. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just like guests of this. Like, what is it? Are you a guest of a cruise? Attendees of the cruise, just being like, what the actual fuck? Like, you're ruining my family vacation.
0: Yeah. You know? Well, I'm excited to see it unfold like towels, pun intended. Mm hmm,
1: mm hmm, mm hmm. Moving yeah, that's on. It.
0: So, we have an update on the Clem and Greg saga, and we're a little bit confused because. Clem de la Creme posted to her Instagram stories a photo of, we think it's her, I think what it's... What we
1: believe to be Clemence.
0: Who we believe to it be is, Clemence. I like her. Kissing a gentleman caller who is not... Greg sad boy, Grippo.
1: And this is after we had kind of come to the conclusion that maybe Greg wasn't going to paradise and they just like broke up for a little bit and that's why they unfollowed. Because they had been spending time in spring. Like, I think we were going back and forth of like, what does it mean? Is he trying to be sneaky? But Greg has since posted. So he's like still not really in Mexico. So I was kind of like, shoot, did we,
0: were we wrong about this? I still don't think this means that he Didn't go at all. I think him and Clem are done.
1: Him and Clem are done? Even though she was just with him, Memorial Day weekend? Well, who
0: was she locking lips with?
1: No, I know, that's why it's very confusing.
0: I feel they're like, I think they heard the podcast and they think we're being, our egos got a little too big and they're like, you wanna fuck with us? Ah, yes. The messers become the messies. (laughs) And then they purposely (laughs) post all this shit to throw us off. They're trying to ruin our reputation as the greatest detectives in America.
1: So, you, so th- then your position is they're still together, and this picture that she posted of herself kissing another man it's fake. is... It's
0: yeah. It's her brother.
1: Fake? Ew. <laughs> they're, trying to,
0: they're trying to fuck with us. They thought that they could mess with us. They're trying to mess with us! Oh. <laughs> but they don't know that we know they know we know that they're <laughs> messing with us. So therefore, I still think... Greg's going to paradise. But what if they don't know about us? They do. I know firsthand, I won't say who, because I was told not to say, but Greg messaged someone. I know that Greg knows about the story. That story about Greg, us speculating, we knew that he was with Clémence, that went everywhere. Like, the artist formerly known as Ben Huggins, what, what's the name? <laughs> oh, Fatsba. The artist formerly known, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. He covered it. Ashley, I covered it. Other podcasts covered it. It was covered in the media. There's no way news like that breaks about yourself and you turn a blind eye. There's no way.
1: So they're messing with us. Yeah, they're they, messing with us. But they don't us. know that we know that we know that we know that we know. Yeah,
0: man, they think they are so slick messing with us, but see, they don't know that we know that they know. So, who is she kissing? That's still up for debate.
1: But so you think they're still together? I
0: don't know what I think. I really need to sit here with my um. What's this thing called? <laughs>
1: I don't know. You're literally, for anyone who can't see this, she's literally just holding up her fist. What do
0: you mean? Um, my uh, magnifying glass. I'm going to sit here with my trench coat and my magnifying glass and I need to figure out who Claymont is kissing, why Greg is, like, getting, like, sleeve tattoos and then lying about it and not getting sleeve tattoos. He, like, posted on his Instagram stories that he was getting a sleeve tattoo and people are like well, he is
1: posting, and I think that's important to note because he's well as of right now not in. I Excel. also
0: want people to remember that you don't have to go to paradise and go MIA for seven years. Like you can go to paradise and go for a day. He can literally go for a day and then get his phone yeah. back. Like when Hannah B walked right. down to the beach, right. She probably yeah, got her phone true. back the second she went back to her hotel room. She's off the show.
1: Yeah. If he is going on for like an advice segment like that, yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I'm just like I don't know.
0: Well, I so will we'll say see. Teddy and Andrew are both still. MIA they are for sure in a serious relationship and yeah. I, that's why I kind of feel like Greg's contents lacking on Instagram Because he literally doesn't know what to say on his Instagram stories He just made up the fact that he got a sleeve tattoo and then didn't get a sleeve tattoo. He got a tattoo of something else Yeah, like why would you do that? I don't know I feel like he doesn't know how to talk to the general public without Andrew by his side So he's gonna have to fly to paradise do a couple mm-hmm. tiktoks with Andrew and then come home
1: Okay, so we'll see
0: who is Claymont's kissing? that's subjective <laughs> yeah exactly is she kissing someone yeah is it Greg no well, also
1: too we're not I'm not 100% convinced that it's even her and like not a stock photo because you can't really see her face so I think I was it's assuming her. it was her because it was on her own story but I don't know and
0: if it's not her she's messing with us
1: right no 100%
0: if it's not you, even Clem, if it is
1: even if it is her she's you're messing, messing with, with her us. Well, yeah so we'll see Have you ever been to one of those, like, trivia nights at a bar? I think we should try to find a Bachelor trivia night and go one day.
0: We could, like, host a Bachelor trivia night, though. Like
1: Yeah, we we honestly could. Uh, okay, honestly, side note, idea. We why don't we do. do
0: that? Thoughts Fest, too?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I actually went to a bar that hosted a friend's trivia night, and naturally I killed it because I'm obsessed with trivia and I'm super competitive, so I'm always down for a game where I can kind of show off my ridiculous useless knowledge that I have. So I was really, really pumped when I discovered this app called Trivia Star because it's so entertaining and has the best trivia games.
1: Yeah, so basically what it is is Trivia Star is a free mobile trivia game with over 60 different categories that you get to choose from. So they have music, TV, animals, and celebrities. And if you choose the correct answer from multiple choices and beat the clock, you move on to the next level. The questions get harder over time, but if you get stuck, Don't worry, you can use coins and gems to get hints and beat the level. So right now Trivia Star is offering you 2,500 coins and 500 gems if you download and play. That's exciting.
0: That's so exciting. And like Jackie said, there's over 60 different categories, but naturally the celebrity trivia is my favorite because I am a pop culture wizard and it's so much fun. Like, can you name a specific song by any given artist in under 15 seconds? I would like to challenge you. Are you ready to race against the clock? Then this app is for you. And like we said, it's totally free. So there's literally no reason to not go download it right now.
1: Yeah, I think we should play it in the car on the way to FOTS Fest, honestly. Wouldn't that be so fun? We can like play against each other. Well, yeah,
0: but one of us needs to drive so the other one could read it to the right, other. But I'll
1: read it to you and then you'll answer the questions. Basically guys, to get Trivia Star, go to the Apple or Google store and search for Trivia Star. Trivia Star has thousands of five-star reviews on the Apple App Store, and it is the number one trivia game on the App Store as well. So play today to challenge yourself, download Trivia Star for free today, and get ready to flex your brain muscles.
0: Okay, so we're going to kick off Bachelor Encounters. If you are new here, welcome. But also, you're in for a treat because Bachelor Encounters is when you guys submit your encounter stories with Bachelor Nation in the wild, and we read it on air, and it's so much fun. So fun. So last week, there was a story about Nick at a restaurant Mm -hmm. chomping down on some grilled cheese. Yes. And I posted it on She's All About Instagram, and someone replied to that story and wrote, I'm the chef at a place he's frequented a lot, and I can confirm no one at work liked to serve him. He was a total dick. I was always the one that had to run food to his table so the servers didn't have to interact with him as much.
1: Oh my God. we But we don't know if this is necessarily the chef from the grilled cheese restaurant. This is just a chef no, from any restaurant. This is that just he has a frequented. chef
0: from a place that he's frequented and that the staff didn't like him. That makes me sad. I'm not surprised, but it makes me sad because I'd like to hope that Nick isn't this arrogant asshole that he comes off like, but I think maybe he just is.
1: Well, maybe they're just annoyed because he keeps ordering shit that's not on the menu.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> so last week, Nick ordered grilled cheese, but then the person that saw him was like, there's no grilled cheese on that menu. So this person's a chef. So he's making the food. And so food. he's
1: making the food and he didn't mind. And he was the he one running doesn't seem over. to mind. That to me then leads me to believe what you were saying, that he is just like arrogant and kind of a dick when he talks to people. And I just don't think that's ever necessary. Yeah. You know, especially like to service workers and stuff. I, like, why why you need to be rude? Like they're working hard, their job's hard enough. Why? There's just no need under any circumstances to be rude. Even if they get your food wrong, just say, oh, I'm so sorry, it was this.
0: The only just thing nice. I think is maybe he is hangry and they don't mm-hmm. like him because they interact with him before he fills his belly. So maybe he's, yeah. like, really moody because he hasn't had his grilled cheese, and then once he gets his grilled cheese, then he's, like, a joy to be around.
1: Right, but they don't get to see that because the service is over.
0: Exactly. If only that girl that went on the date with him last <laughs> week, too, got to see him post-grilled cheese, she'd probably see a totally new Nick.
1: Right. On that date, did she say what they did, or do we they think got they coffee. just, like, got coffee? Oh, okay. And so he was, not right, so
0: he's starving. He's starving. mm
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: That makes perfect sense. (laughs) I know. All right, moving on. So, guys, this Sydney saga continues. I don't even want to read every... I I can't read every single one because it's the same thing over and over. But basically, a lot of you had the same encounter that Sydney followed you on Instagram and then unfollowed you after you followed her. So I'll read a couple, but a lot of them are the same gist.
1: Yeah, and for you guys that are new here, we have been reading a Bachelor Encounter like this probably every week for the past three or Two four or three, weeks. yeah. So Sydney does this a lot, clearly, and we're still getting Bachelor Encounters of so people being like, wait, this happened to me too. Some people think it's a bot. I like to think it's Sydney in her apartment by herself, searching all of these people that follow Bachelor accounts and then clicking follow each one, all the way up to her 100,000 followers. Like she clicked follow 100,000 times and unfollow.
0: Someone writes, same thing happened to me with Sydney. It was probably a year ago. I didn't take a screenshot at the moment. And then after I followed her, two days later, she unfollowed me. I then unfollowed her back because pettiness. Love your show yeah, and TikToks course. by the way. Thank you, um, but yeah. I don't blame you for unfollowing after she unfollows you. She's clearly using you as a pawn in this follower game. Right. Right. I totally agree. Moving on from the Sydney of it all. Someone writes, okay, so keep this anon, but I have a Yosef story. The the villain from Claire's season. He used to be a regular at a coffee shop I worked at, and I'm one of the few girls who didn't put up with his desperate flirting. Word on the street is that he invites girls over and says ahead of time that he'll cook, and then he opens the door shirtless and offers Chinese takeout. This has happened to two to three girls, I believe. Definitely do not let my name get connected with this because he will know who I am. Literally, I see him in TJ Maxx all the time, and I'm always avoiding him because he's so awkward in real life. He's just how he seemed on the show. Is Yosef a Maxinista? I was just about to say the same thing. I was like, oh my god, Maxinista. We like a fellow Maxinista, but like when he pretends like he's cooking, what does he bring the Chinese takeout out in Like the little containers that are clearly Chinese takeout containers? Or do you put it on a plate? I, I interpret
1: it not as him like trying to pass the Chinese takeout for his own home cooking that he just says, oh, actually, instead I order takeout because he's trying to save time because he's just trying to fuck, clearly, because uh, he's opening the door okay. with his shirt off. Oh. As opposed to like, you know, I know some people do that where they're like, oh, I'm going to make dinner and then they like get prepared food and put it in dishes to make it look like they cooked it. Yeah. But I think that would be hard to do with Chinese takeout. Like if you're going to do that. Like, get like a a food that's more believable that you cooked in your own kitchen like you're not making i don't know
0: he has to like dispose of like the soy sauce wrappers and stuff because he clearly got the (laughs) takeout
1: that's just like a hard thing like all those chickens i don't know how to make those like sweet and
0: sour chicken right i would say to this submitter stop going to tj maxx for a little bit
1: maybe switch it up maybe go to like I don't know. What's Coles. the equivalent of TJ Maxx? I was about to say, what's that? Like Old Navy? I don't know. What's a good, like, substitute for TJ Maxx?
0: I couldn't imagine going to TJ Maxx and feeling like I had to, like, duck down in the aisles because Yosef was passing by. Like, that would stress me out. I would just never, I would just stop being a Maxxianista. But luckily, I don't run into Yosef at TJ Maxx.
1: Yeah. Maybe go to Target. I love a good Target. I think Target's more exciting than TJ Maxx if it's a good Target. You know, not all Targets are created equal.
0: Marshalls, I mean, or just you know, don't make eye contact with Yosef and live your life. We shouldn't tell her; she shouldn't have to change her life. He should change his. Yeah,
1: how can we get him like kicked out of TJ Maxx?
0: Okay, let's. Um, Ooh, wait, I have the best him. idea
1: ever. Oh, I was gonna say you should, um, like, what's the word? Make it seem like he shoplifted, like take something. That's what I from meant. blackmail,
0: isn't that is that not blackmail? Oh, maybe not. not I'm using really. the wrong word. Blackmail is more. Um, yeah, I know
1: what you're like. Frame him. Frame
0: him. Frame. For, yeah. Oh, okay. We should go to TJ Maxx. We'll put like a, uh, what do you like buy? Like a wallet at TJ Maxx? or something oh, like yeah. in his back pocket, and then, then we have to call the security. Store
1: hmm he'll leave we'll be like oh my god i saw that man stealing he put this wallet in his back pocket mm-hmm. he'll leave the store the buzzers will go off and they'll be yeah. like sir can we please see your receipt can we please check your bags and your pockets and then they'll find the wallet and he'll be arrested
0: and i'll be like also why is he walking around tj Maxx shirtless because <laughs> he just doesn't wear a shirt he just goes shopping
1: <laughs> and then he'll be banned from every tj Maxx in the country and you can shop freely and be yeah. a true maxinista well, like we just turned this into an advice segment. Like yeah. no one asked us for advice; <laughs> they were just telling us. But we have this whole plan to get you out of there, girl. But side note, I'm like really in the mood for Chinese food now. Yeah, that <laughs> too would bad be I nice. can't make it myself. No, no one can. It's like
0: it's too not, hard. Even Joseph, not even Yosef. Not even Yosef, even as hard as no. he tries. All so. right, moving on. Dini Baby's encounter in Alaska. Last fall, I was picking up family from an airport and I was waiting for their luggage. I just had a baby and I went to grab a suitcase off the carousel and Dini Baby said, here, let me help you. He said, looks like your hands are full. I had my newborn on my chest in a wrap thing. I thanked him and he told me my baby was pretty. I was picking up my kid's great grandma and he offered us to help to our car. The Anchorage airport is rather small, so my car wasn't far. Played it cold like I didn't know who he was and asked if it was his first time in Alaska. I made a joke saying we can tell that it's your first time because it's only 55 degrees out and you're dressed like it's minus degrees. Dean laughed (laughs) back and said, I kind of stick out, don't I? My great-grandma asked him a few questions. She had no clue who he was at all. And he was super kind, and he was with some friends headed north and told us that we should go skydiving. I Random.
1: And at the end, skydiving. <laughs> but the rest of that's so sweet.
0: Dean seems to me like he is just a... Genuinely angel, nice like a, Yeah, he's like Angel on Earth Michael A. Like, he's Angel on Earth Whoa. Dean. Yeah. He's a sweet little cherub. I want to pinch his cheeks, and I am not surprised that this is how he treats strangers and old ladies. This what about his out?
1: fuckboyery, you know?
0: I mean, you could be a fuckboy and still be... Kind. Nice to
1: strangers you're just yeah. mean to the to the girls you're just mean that you're you fucking around with yeah exactly um no but I, I get the same vibe from Dean I think that's very sweet that he went out of his way to do all of that I don't agree with the skydiving of it all but that's just a personal preference yeah it's just and you're allowed to have
0: your own personal preference
1: yeah I would never. would you ever go skydiving I would never um I'm no sorry. I'm okay
0: I'm good I have no. no desire Okay, this next one is about J.J. Lane, who's from... He's one of my favorites from Caitlin Bristow's season. I have a bachelor encounter. I met J.J. Lane back in 2015. He was in Nordstrom that I was working at. My manager saw him and knew that another co-worker and I were huge Bachelor fans. So we tweeted at him that we wanted to meet him and he should come back to the store. So I guess they saw him... And then tweeted him. Okay. He responded and came back to our section and took a picture with us. When we thanked him, he said, I love meeting fans, so I'm happy to do it. Then she wrote, small eye roll, but whatever. He later slid into my DMs that night on Twitter and asked me to get a drink. And then she shared the photo that she took with him. I asked her, did you get the drink? And she said, no, I was 19. So she wasn't even like of legal age to go Mm. to a bar. And, yeah. So when he says,
1: oh, I love meeting fans, it's because he thought she was hot and wanted to ask her out. I'm sure. That's the reason he went back. It's not because he's, like, loving meeting the fans. That was a lie. Survey says that's a lie. Mm Mm-hmm. But funny that she couldn't even go. Do you think she would have wanted to go if she was old enough to go to a bar?
0: I don't know. Um, If you want to write back and let us know how you feel about it. Yeah.
1: Or she could have responded and been like, yeah, I'll get a drink, a Diet Coke.
0: Right. You could you can get like, a grilled cheese. you don't have to drink
1: alcohol. Uh, yeah. yeah. grilled cheese. And he could drink a beer.
0: So, I think maybe she just wasn't interested then, because she could just do any, like, she could just go.
1: Yeah, and she, get something else, or they could go get coffee or, like, do something else. Yeah,
0: tater tots. So, yeah. She kind of used the 19 card as her, like, get out of jail free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys, we have Tenley here. You know her from Jake's season of The Bachelor, Bachelor Pad, Bachelor in Paradise. Tenley, thank you so much for coming on She's All Batch.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm excited we're, to chat with you.
0: We're <laughs> excited to chat with you. I feel like you haven't done many interviews lately, right? Well, like, have you done any
2: recently? Um, maybe. I think I did a podcast maybe like, well, maybe a couple months ago. I think you're right. I think it's been a while since yeah. I've done any. I haven't been hiding. I just feel like life has been back up and running and my, my daughter is almost two years old. And I just feel like life just keeps getting busier, the more mobile and the more we can make a bar day together, it's it's harder to slow down. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Well, we're happy you're taking the time while your baby is napping to chat with
0: us. So as I said, you, we first got introduced to you on Jake's season, Mm -hmm. You got the first impression, Rose. You were a front runner the entire season. Did you think that you were going to get the ring in the end? Were you the front runner that season or was there anyone else you viewed as competition?
2: No, uh, uh, no. A hundred percent. I, at the point of the proposal, I totally thought it would be me. But the whole season I kept watching, like, um, he and Allie had a really strong connection and, um, Allie and I were really close. And yeah. so I just kind of knew what she was sharing with me. Otherwise I wasn't really listening to the other, um, uh, connections going on and stuff, but I was just like, Oh, wow. Well, she's really got something going on with him. And then she had shared with me that she wanted to leave because she thought that she needed to put her career first and everything. And then I thought, Oh. I I think with who's left, I just thought that he and I were the most um, aligned and I thought we had a really strong relationship. Um, And so up to on that proposal day, I really truly did think that uh, if we weren't getting engaged, because I told him I didn't need to get engaged um, or that I didn't need a proposal, but that my hope was that we would continue on in a relationship. And I thought that that was going to be us. Um, So it's kind of crazy. And then when I watched it back, I was like, oh my goodness, there's so much that I didn't know that you don't see um, the bonds between other people and, and don't even see it all on television either. So did you think for a second, he was going to choose the villain essentially of the season? No way. I honestly, (laughs) I, and I, I don't, I don't mean this in a bad way. I just never got to know Vienna and it's been how many years over 10 years ago. Mm. I never got to know Vienna at that time. I didn't, I, I, she was somebody who I felt kind of drew in some conflict and I just preferred to avoid it. And so every time she'd walk into the space, I'd walk, I'd walk away and, um, (laughs) I just never got to know her. So what I knew though, about her with that conflict kind of following her, that I didn't think that I thought, wow, I don't know how it's just the two, the two of us, we couldn't be any different, more different. So I thought, so I, I still to this day, don't know a ton about her, but yeah.
0: But I would say you were fairly different. You guys were like polar opposites. We are pretty different. I mean, they
2: definitely drew on the campaign for, um, all the commercials or however, the previews and stuff, they, they totally painted us as different, um, picture. She made fun of me for kind of being a little bit more naive and innocent. I lived some big life things and changes, but I was very naive and pretty innocent. And, um, I had worked at Disney as a Disney princess. Um, and she, she just, she totally ate that up. We, um, it was, we, we were very different. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, since you thought that you
2: were going to
1: get the ring that day of the proposal, did him picking Vienna
2: change your opinion of Jake at all? So here's the truth. Like in that moment, I just thought he must be pulling a um, Brad Momack um, well, So you thought first, he was
0: going home alone.
2: I 100% thought he was going home alone. Yeah. I just, I, because I was so confident in what we had, but also confident in how different Vienna and I were that if I was there at the end and he and I were aligned in lifestyle or, or just compatibility, that I thought that there was no way that he was actually that compatible with her. So I just assumed, and I actually, for a couple months, I kind of went home thinking, you know, he could come calling. (laughs) I just, I assumed the door. I I didn't think that he left with her. So it was when I think that was kind of reality. Steve started cracking cases back then. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what he's with Vienna. How long (laughs) did it take for you to find out? Like no producer told you. I don't don't remember. Um, I feel like I probably should have asked questions, but I didn't. I I think I kept saying to my producer, Alon, is he happy? And he's like, yeah, he's happy. Um, And then they were talking to me about bachelorette and dancing with stars and stuff like that. And so they kept me very distracted, but it's funny. I should have asked more questions, but again, at that time I was so just afraid to push on any doors. I kind of tiptoed just in my naivety, like just didn't know very much and how it worked or where I stood in the whole thing. And you probably wanted to protect your heart too. You don't want to hear about him being happily engaged at that time. either. Sure. I just didn't imagine that that's what I really truly didn't imagine that that's what had happened. Yeah. I had assumed he was on his own. And then I had a girlfriend too, that was, on the show and she had even like, we would, we would chat. Um, and we, I was such a rule follower too, that we had code names for each other just in case the producers had tapped into our phone. Lines. We were so oh. paranoid, but then we would start talking about, like, she thought like that she had such a connection with him that he was going to come knocking but on her door. That's like, Allie, going, right? Are you talking about Allie? That one wasn't Allie. That was Catherine do you remember Catherine Sherlock? She, um, yeah, but she wasn't a blonde Kentucky girl
0: He did not have like a connection that you saw on the show. I remember her.
2: No, 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 but she she, thought she 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 about
0: it. And she was so
2: drawn to him. There was something about him that I think even still a couple of years later after that, I think she was still even drawn to who Jake was even after seeing him on the show. And I think that uh, I, for myself, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm good. (laughs) Life is good. So Vienna was the villain in the house,
0: obviously. Mm -hmm. And there were plenty of group dates that she wasn't on, but she would be the center of conversation, specifically like that comedy, stand-up comedy date. Everyone was making
2: jokes about her. Were were producers telling you to talk about her? I think producers quit asking me to do certain things. They just realized that I wasn't going to play the game of like, they feed me something and I would repeat it. And and that continued in most of my Bachelor franchise- history or career, whatever yeah. you want to call it time on the show. Um, but to where I remember watching it cause I don't, I just don't remember it, but feeling how it was edited, feeling really like that hurt, even though she wasn't necessarily my friend or person, but I knew very well, like it, it I do remember that being kind of painful, but, um, I think the producers probably for sure gave the people the, the, the words to use, not necessarily like say this, but like, don't you feel like Vienna or maybe try your sketch about Vienna or something Mm. like that. That's totally how it worked. It wasn't definitely not scripted that's like still the number one question i always get it's like no not at all but it's manipulated it's definitely produced it's a tv show but it's uh very real situations and still to this day i wonder if some people are absolute plants like i do not know like sometimes i'm like watching the show going interesting how can they be okay saying and doing this and treating other people like this they must be like a paid person like who do you think was no a well just recently what was that girl um it was Should an name Sinead, like still to this day, I'm like, ha, like for her to, for her to even, uh, be say those that things. Such yes, of a bully and say those things. But then, and then I, people bullied her back though, like totally just wrong. Um, it's gotten nasty. I don't like that. Um, but she, with her saying those things and still just kind of living all perky and happy. I'm like, she must be getting paid to be able to just continue to live her life and feel confident or she just really doesn't care. But well, I, just, I have a I theory care. though, that they make deals with the producers and okay. then like they give them everything that
1: they want and then they promise them a redemption arc, which sometimes never comes, but people right. are always like working towards that, like redemption arc right. or like that chance to be considered for a lead or something like that. Is she rumored
2: go to paradise? Like, there. is she... Okay. Yeah, she's yeah. there. Oh guys, I can't wait to listen to all I love your, mm-hmm. your soothing. Yes. <laughs> you <guys laughs> Thank you. Too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be, be back. Creeping. Yes. We'll be back talking about all that paradise fun once that comes. Yeah. Um, but I so, don't think that there's some people that, yeah, like, yeah, like you said, maybe they give them packages, but I just, I mean, Michelle money became a friend of mine and she was somebody who I had watched going, who says that? And I've never actually asked her like, I've, I just, she redeemed herself in who she was as even just a, on a personal friend basis. Like, wow, she's such a fun person. She's so sweet. She's so smart. Like I just have never asked her about it. I
0: think it's a matter of like them just asking over and over and you're stuck in a room and you're trying
2: to get out. Like, that's what I'm we're told at least like, oh, I have some stories. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you a story oh. about that, like something. So when I was on, um, Bachelor pad. It was the first spin-off. And um I just remember so badly. Uh Kip Kipton, as most people know him, and I had won like a um, we had we had won like a game or something, but we were also in a relationship at the time, or starting a relationship at the time. And the producer said, Hey, you guys can go to bed. Um but first we need we need the scene um, and the scene was we're in bathing suits, but the scene was that we would be like sitting in a bathtub talking and they wanted us to kiss. And I just felt so uncomfortable. That's not who I am. Like, I didn't really want I didn't I, I didn't need to put that room that well it was not necessarily romantic but i didn't want to put that out on television or like i was fine with we were in a relationship kissing him but i didn't like what it was alluding to
3: mm-hmm.
2: um and mm-hmm. just my personal choices of how i wanted to live my life and also how i wanted uh, to be above approach with like what the viewers were thinking and um i just remember i i would sit i sat there in the bathtub we were both like probably cold at this time like not even touching like wearing our bathing suits and everything. And the producer said, just kiss, just kiss. And you can go to bed. And that is one of the one times that I, I remember going, all right, whatever. And it wasn't a big deal, not even a big deal. I didn't do anything that broke anybody or hurt anybody or hurt me. But like, it was something that for my own, um, standpoint where I was trying to hold strong on something where I finally said, fine. I'll do this. And then, um, there's been small moments like that, but I hardly remember any of them, but that's one of the ones where I was like, fine. Um, or what moments where I've been tired when they're like, how did you feel about this? And I'm like, I don't want to talk about that. How'd you feel about this? They'll just keep bringing the question back up. And then you finally go, fine, I'll give you what you want me to say, but you're probably not going to like the way I want to say it. So yeah. Did that scene in the bathtub air and did they make it look more scandalous than it was? So that's what I was avoiding was the scandal part of it. And, uh, I don't remember, I don't think it could have even looked scandalous. (laughs) And I think that also, um, here's another story that kind of feeds into probably, I think this is what people want to know, like, cause it's again, not scripted. It is very real, but there are definitely manipulated, um, moments. And for another one was on bachelor pad where I started seeing like, Oh, this is how it works. we had had some day drinks and stuff. Um, and, they, the producer said, Tenley, you um, you have an interview coming up in like an hour, maybe quit drinking. Um, and then they said, Natalie, uh, she was the one who won on our season of Bachelor Pad, Natalie, um, you're up for interviews, bring a bottle of wine. So, like, they almost protected my character mm. in a sense. Um, and one once that was described to me as like how they would lose almost the trust of the audience if people constantly were different, but you brought up the redemption card. So I also don't know, but like, um, I felt almost protected in a sense. Uh, So like they and they quit trying, like I said, they quit trying with certain things. Like I wasn't going to ever repeat the, the mean things that they, they, Would be like looking for the soundbite for. I'm not that person that was going to give it to them, so they quit trying. We
1: talk about too about like how, like certain people will play ball with the producers and then kind of maybe get their redemption edit or whatever on the other side. But there's also people that are just like their golden people that they protect by all means necessary. And so even if you were to go into like an interview with a bottle of wine and you're just like saying things left and right if you're one of those protected people, they're not going to air it because they they need to have at least some people from the show coming off like a certain way. You know what I I mean? Mm
2: -hmm. And I think that like, I'm so grateful because that is like, I, I love watching the entertainment side and I love seeing the people who are balls to the wall, like who exactly who they are. But I feel like most of the people that I've watched that have said whatever is on their mind or kind of played ball with the producers, um, those people are who they are to a when they're coming off in, in interviews. But I feel like they've, like I probably have more to say than I always said because I just didn't want to hurt somebody's feelings. Um, but that's who I am. Like, I just didn't want to, at the end of the day, hurt somebody's feelings, but I might have been feeling exactly what those people were saying in the interviews anyway, right. if that makes sense. So yeah. I did feel a little protected in that way of them not pushing my, not pushing me to go somewhere that I would right. have ended up feeling really regretful for. Rosalyn
0: was like a huge person on your season. And she's been like, no one's heard from her. We were just talking before this call, Jackie and I, that she's private. Jackie. Uh, Jackie's I know I requested to follow her, to
1: follow her on Instagram because I just want to talk to her and see what the deal yeah. was.
0: <laughs> so you were obviously there firsthand. So for viewers that maybe or listeners that didn't see this season, um, Roslyn was accused of hooking up with a producer during Jake's season. She had just gotten a group date rose when this happened. So that made it like 10 times worse. How was it in the house? Like, is there anything behind the scenes you could tell us about the
2: Roslyn situation? So I have seen her since, but it was still back very close to when we had, um, the airing of our season and we did like a girl's, uh, opening day at the Del Mar racetrack and she oh. flew out and everything. And I kind of got to know her outside of that because it was a very short time and, um, she'd kind of stuck to herself that I didn't get to know her when we were on the show, but She's really, really sweet. But yeah, she's super private. I have no clue what she's up to or how she's doing. Um, but I do remember, I feel like I feel like we asked her, it's so many years ago and I've totally forgotten about it, that I'd feel bad if I said anything like, um, it doesn't matter. Uh, I do remember they had like a relationship, but I don't, I, and I remember seeing them sitting on the back. There's these stairs that are never shown on camera that not the main stairs, but I remember seeing Roslyn and the producer, Ryan. Um, I think that was his name, like sitting on the back stairs and like having a little conversation. I thought it was pretty intimate, but you get pretty close to your producers. Um, they just kind of have a way of like invading your life and becoming your best friend and you become super vulnerable with them. And I would never in my (laughs) wildest dreams ever think of like anything happening, falling in love type of thing, but I could, when, when it was announced, like Roslyn, you need to leave because you have a relationship with so-and-so. Um, I, I went, Oh yeah, I've kind of seen this, but that's all I really ever saw. But I feel like we, a- I asked her about it and I don't remember what exactly happened, but I know that they had something, but I yeah, don't because, know if
0: yeah, was she actually- denied it. Right. Yeah, some- a- denied it then, yeah. She sweared but- on her child on TV. Oh. She said that nothing ever happened and everyone was
2: like really shocked by that. I do believe that there was an emotional relationship with, which in my opinion can be just as much. And if you're there on the show, like you probably should go if you're going to start like building something else. But also she seems like a very flirtatious person too. I remember
0: what she was accused of because I remember the women tell all and Jesse, one of the girls said that like she like got on all fours and said, can someone tell my producer that I'm ready for bed? I need to be put to bed. Like they said that on TV. That. Do you remember seeing
2: it happen? No. Okay. See, again, I was so naive. I probably was yeah. just like in my own world being like, wow, I'm here. And what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> so Jake. I like, yeah. Jake, I'm here for, you know, somebody <laughs> to yeah. suit me off my feet. No. Um, I really don't. I remember that. And I was not at the women tell all. All right. Um, but I remember watching that and going, <laughs> cause Cause a lot of things were new to me too. There was some drama that came
0: after the season. And how did you react to Jake saying, please stop interrupting me on national television when you almost got engaged to him?
2: That was when I was just like, well, thank you Lord for having a different path for me. And I'm glad he didn't choose me because it just seemed like, um, obviously there that was not a healthy relationship. And that would have been something that I would have not, I would have just... I would have not done well in. nobody would, nobody should, but I probably, um, with the growing that I still had to do in my life, that that would have been the worst relationship for me to be in. And I felt bad for Vienna. I felt really sad because it just seemed like a really unhealthy relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think I did end up hanging out with Vienna after somewhat after that, when she was dating Casey uh, from Ally season. I don't know if you guys remember all that, but anyways, yeah. I kind of got to chat with, um, Vienna for a little bit and I thought, wow, she's really fun. She's, she's been through a lot and I've, I don't know much about what she's up to now, but I do remember, um, thinking, are you okay? That was bad. That did was, did you ask very- her? Oh, I totally asked her. I, oh. I daily, I mean, this is so many years ago. This is like a decade ago, but I do remember asking her like, are you okay? Was that all real? And it was very real. Um, and she did tell me that their relationship was super unhealthy. That's kind of the minimum of what I remember of our yeah. conversations.
1: Well, you were pretty close to him too. Did he ever show signs of like acting that way, like red flags before <laughs> that, like end finale? Of when Final I Vieta thought time?
2: back to it, I when I saw that I kind of all those red flags had kind of t- bursted up in front of me like oh I guess oh, there were some red flags like that I did see the way that he kind of stomped around in front of producers and kind of um I don't think he, he was a kind guy and I think he was very respectful and he and I, I I think we were all drawn to him I thought he was a very sweet guy but then there were probably red flags right in front of us but I just assumed he was the lead you get aggravated and I do think that the lead's get aggravated. And I think to be a good lead, you have to be able to stomp your feet a little bit and tell them what you want. Um, and so I saw that, I saw that kind of behavior in front of, um, a kind of like a, a pouting or stomping of the feet type of, was it literally stomping? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm remembering like something in St. Lucia and seeing him like, crrr, like kind of, and I I'm probably literally stomping. Yeah. Uh, that's wow. just kind of the image that I have in my mind of that memory. Also, do you remember, um, him talking about, something else like that, just asking me how I felt about, um, strip clubs or something like that. And I was just very put off by his question. Um, and so I didn't think anything of it. That's so random to No, And I didn't think anything of it. And I've always still wondered about it. And that kind of popped up into my mind as a red flag, like, well, if he was asking me about that and I don't think I had the response, I was like, well, I'm not for him and I'm not about him and my husband will not be going to them." That was and I had also been I had gone through a divorce right before then um, of, of somebody being not faithful to me. So that was like out of the question I was like, why are you asking me about this? Do you not know my story? So I just thought it was really random. And I, again, very naive at that time that later on when I saw kind of that, that big explosion happen between him and Vienna, I was like, oh, I just feel like I was really protected. I think that there were red flags. I didn't really know what to look for because I was really trusting him and the process. And, um, I really trusted that the producers also had my best interest in mind that they were really like cheering me on with this relationship. If that makes sense. I, I really believed it. And I think that it could have been good, but maybe he, I, I think the writing was on the wall right in front of me, but.
0: But then he became a, that's didn't so he do a Chippendales? He was a Chippendales dancer. So maybe that's why he asked you about strip clubs. Well, I'm that's pretty what sure. asked, like, how does that even come up in conversation? Oh my, oh my gosh, he did. Was, yeah, he did it. I'm showing no? Tenley and Jackie a picture of Jake and his underwear on the red carpet. Hold on, hold on. Oh my god. I'll just send it
2: to you. The light's <laughs> not really working, but yeah. He's literally he in his underwear so on the red respectful carpet. Respectful of me and especially like our time in the fantasy, fantasy suite because um, I just assumed we were both aligned. Like I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm not. And he's like, no, no, I would never expect you to do anything. And then come to find out he and Vienna definitely had more of that, uh, physical spark and something that I wasn't willing to, to do. And so, um, with a guy who was dating other women and, uh, that I had barely known. And so, um, there were just a lot of things for me that I went, when I later watched it, I went, Oh my gosh. I just I thought we were so much more the things that we talked about and communicated, I just thought we were so much more um aligned at the time. But I it, obviously um yeah, I think that there were just yeah, different parts of him that I didn't know about. Yeah. Like yeah. that he was gonna be, I would love to see my husband do that. Kevin <laughs> dancer. I mean, maybe <laughs> we should all five to Jake's show. Yeah.
0: Um, you brought up the bachelorette before and dancing with the stars. Mm -hmm. They asked you to do both. Can you, uh, right. I'm assuming. So it was
2: more, I I've never was asked to do it. It was more like the, the glimmer in that was put in front of me like these shiny objects. And I definitely thought that they would be super cool. I remember flying home from St. Lucia with one of my, um, my producers and being kind of sad, but she was like, Hey, we were in the airport soon you're probably going to be on one of the covers of the magazines. I had not even thought about this, but I just remember. And she's like, and then you'll probably be the bachelorette. And then you'll probably go on dancing with the stars, all of these things. And I'm not saying that. And like, I just feel like it was almost like they put this beautiful platter of something delectable in front of me. And I was like, Oh, Hey, this isn't too bad. Like I just had never (laughs) thought about those things. And then that was probably it for dancing with the stars. And then I think Jake soon after was cast in dancing with the stars. And then, um, I was, I would say kind of, um, pursued, um, in what I thought was to be, I didn't know this at the time, but there were producers still coming to visit me. I lived in Huntington beach at the time. Most of them are in LA and they're, that's about like an hour distance. And they were constantly coming to my house and like, calling me and texting me and checking in on me. It definitely is like the way that they continue to pursue you. And they brought up like, how would you feel about bachelorette? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? I was never asked, but definitely was put like on a tray in front of me in a sense. And um, then it was my friend, Catherine had gone to the women tell all because she was part of that. And then she said, Hey, Ali got announced as bachelorette tonight. And I said, what? Like, I didn't even know that it was off the table for me. So, oh, wow, but, which was fine. Like it was definitely an answer to prayer. I didn't know what to do and I would have been a horrible bachelorette, but it's definitely Not they, true. no, I don't, I I probably wouldn't have known how to, like I said, I think to be a good lead, you have to know what to ask for and to say what you need. And I probably, I don't know. Yeah. Wouldn't have known how to do all that. Do you know? So wait, you were close with Ali though. So she didn't yeah. tell you she was offered the role. And then me, ABC didn't tell you either. So we no, they hadn't told me. And um then the producers were seriously like asking, just continuing to make me feel like that was where I was headed. Um, so mm-hmm. I was a little thrown off and I was a little disappointed, but Ali didn't tell me because I like I said. It was such a rule follower. The big rule that I I broke was talking to Catherine And like I, we had like code, code names name, yeah. yeah, We were talking about um we were talking about the official things that if we had been tapped into, like we would have been in trouble. It's so dumb. Yeah. Um but I was such a rule follower that no I I saw Ali when she ended up getting um she was getting ready and being groomed to be the bachelorette and she was in LA and we went out one night and um she was basically in holding and she snuck out of her hotel and we went out for dinner and stuff before she went and filmed and at that point i was totally excited for her and knew that it was the right thing for her and i had some really cool other gigs that had come up i was working for e news as a consultant at the time and it was really cool just things that i had never ever thought like remember i i went this girl that would have never known that all of the things that ended up happening to me were going to happen. So it was just all, I was enjoying the ride no matter what, but I was a little thrown off that nobody ever said, by the way, we're not thinking about you for bachelorette anymore. Yeah. Was there anyone else besides Allie who was considered for bachelorette? I don't think so. And from what I've heard and learned later in life is like a couple people, a couple of the guys from Allie season ended up telling me that they were also told that it was most likely going to be me as the bachelorette. Um, oh. which I never actually oh, knew that I was that much on the table. Cause I never, t- I never went into, um, negotiations or anything, but I don't know that Allie did either. I feel like it was a kind of like, a. It, it happened very quickly. Um, but I think she did know that she was the bachelorette, uh, for like a week when I thought that I, a whole week that I didn't know anything about not being the bachelorette, but again, I was never asked to be it, but some of the guys had told me like, Oh, I thought I was going to meet you when I was going on alley season. So like Kirk, Kirk, Kirk DeWitt. Is that how you say his last name? Yeah.
0: Oh, I don't know how to say his last name, but I, he's so cute. I love him.
2: (laughs) Cool. He, uh, yeah, he had told me that, uh, when I met him in paradise, he was like, I had been planning on meeting you. I thought you were going to be our bachelorette. And then, I mean, that was years later that he ended up telling me that. So that was kind of very flattering to hear that. yeah. Yeah.
0: Kind well, cool. let's move over to Bachelor, uh, Bachelor in Paradise, then, because that's a good segue there. Um, you were like a hot commodity. Um, off the top of my head, there were these people were interested in you. You dated Joshua, JJ, Chris Bukowski wanted to date you,
2: Mike Garofola. I think that I was only a a, a person up on the. The playing field, because I was one of the only people unattached, <laughs> and so I think that it kind of helped helped me feel kind of like the Bachelorette for a hot second. Yeah, uh, you got to be the Bachelorette day.
0: after all. Yeah,
2: so no, it was a really good time. But I did spend like a whole. This is going to sound really dramatic, but I spent like maybe two hours one day down in Paradise with the the therapist in her little bungalow because I was like so broken over it. Cause I didn't believe that any of those guys I knew in my heart weren't my husband or somebody that I really thought that I would see a long-term relationship with. And I, I thought maybe it was possible with Joshua just because of certain things, but then there were a lot of things that just weren't working for me. And, um, the whole package wasn't there, but I was like, okay, here I am. What am I doing here? What's this about? You know, make the most of it. But I was so torn because it came, it, I can't remember what it came down to. Um, but JJ was like, had become a dear friend of mine and he continued to be like this dear friend did not have a romantic connection with him, but I adored him and kind of wanted to go through it in a team mentality, but that's not what the show is about. Mm -hmm. Um, but I thought, you know, if he stays around, maybe the other guy will come in sometime. Yeah. And then I remember Michael, a lot of people just, he is such a sweet guy and a lot of people adore him and thought we would have been a good match, but there were just things that I personally on a level was like, no, that doesn't work with my life. That doesn't work with me. That's not who I am and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was, he completely flattered me. He, 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 he made me feel like a princess. He was a sweet, sweet guy. And I just felt bad, but I knew that we were not, um, compatible on in my mind. And then, um, with Joshua, I was like, well, he was the most realistic in my mind of what I could see working. But so I was just really battling, like sending somebody home. See, and that's why I would have been a horrible bachelorette if it yeah. took two hours to sit <laughs> like, with the therapist over sending two guys home and yeah. keeping Um Yeah. So but
0: Mike Garofalo gave you the best nickname ever. And I still think about it every time. Like when I told my husband, I'm like, I'm interviewing Tenley. I'm like, but she's an, an, an 11. <laughs> Does anyone ever call you that anymore? Because it's so cute.
2: No, but growing up when I, when my mom was pregnant with my sister, when I was really little, I remember people saying, oh, is your sister's name going to be Elevenly? Yeah. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, and he meant true. it in such yeah. a, like a flattering like, way. Like I said, he really like I I felt like a princess to to him like, or to how do you say that? Like how do I say that? I really he truly made me feel adored. And I think that's really Aww. important, but it just didn't go both ways. Like I didn't I didn't I didn't have the butterflies for him. Um there was so much
0: drama on that Paradise season. Well, one, Ashley I brought her sister you, you. Since you were on the in the cast, do you have any background information? Like, obviously, I know that she brought her sister because she probably was like, "I want to bring my sister," and they're like, yeah. "Okay, because you're important enough, we want to do what yeah. you want." But like, was there any other background information to that? Because everyone on the beach was like, "Why you?" I think you even say specifically, <laughs> "You're like,
2: do I get to bring
0: like my cousin? Like, why does she yeah. get to bring her sister?"
2: Um, I just, I don't, I don't remember. I do remember them. Like, I think they had conversations about potentially being able to have a show someday. So I think that there was like some dollar signs, I think in the, the negotiations there, but really I think she just asked, can I bring my sister? And they Mm -hmm. were like anything for you, Ashley. Yeah, And also when I was
1: (laughs) saying earlier that like, if you play ball with the producers, they'll kind of like give you what you want. I, specifically, Ashley, I has said that in the past too. So I'm
2: sure she had some yeah. sort of leverage because she gave them whatever exactly. storyline they needed before. Yeah. She is just brilliant at how, but at the same time, I she's so real. She was- Yeah. Oh yeah, um, oh, yeah she, she's great. There we were love moments Ashley. when I remember when I first met her down at the beach because I just didn't know her that well at that time. I was like, is she, is she for real? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she is so for real. She is so for real, which I thought was- um, really fun and and it's really cool to watch her now being married to Jared and as a mom. So cool. I know and it yeah, I think that's why people were drawn
0: to her because of her
2: authenticity. like she really mm. was that but I, but I questioned it like I was yeah. like, wait how 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 are you how are you this? amazing. Like she was actually her own TV show. Like yeah. it was like watching the Ashley show in some, and not in a bad way. Like she's very entertaining, just the, yeah. the highs and lows. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to get into her mind. Cause it's like, you're for real. <laughs> how did they never get a
0: show? And now that you're saying that like an I loved her sister. Like I love that whole story and they have like a podcast and they're hilarious. Yeah. Like how did a, a show, a spinoff never happen? Like that's crazy. I'm
2: surprised it didn't. Um, was that when I feel like Ben and Lauren ended up getting like, um, a, a show somewhere around maybe a year. Oh later. yeah. That was a similar so I time. Like, I think I feel like they, they probably were the, the spinoffs kind of lost their, their oomph. Yeah. Because it was Ben and Lauren and then the twins the got twins, one and then they're like, was. this
0: isn't working. We're not doing yeah, this anymore. I think yeah. that's <laughs> what it was. Um, you bring up dollar signs since you were a bachelor veteran, did they have did you get to negotiate a bigger paradise <laughs> salary? And again, if you don't want to talk money well, you no. don't have to.
2: No, but I'm totally fine we love with talking it, about it. No so, no, I'm totally fascinated by it because I do know that there are numbers involved, but again, the first first round of everything, I was totally naive to any bit of stipend. Um, like I did have to ask the first time on the Bachelor I was like, wait, I don't like, obviously I wasn't getting paid and I knew that. Um, but when I went back home after being gone for like eight weeks, I was like, I have a mortgage to pay. Um, I've been gone. Can you guys help me? And I think I was pretty much sworn to secrecy, but I think they paid one month of my mortgage, which wasn't even like, didn't cover all my bills, obviously. But I think they sent me like a check for a couple thousand dollars or whatever, but that's it. And then, um, uh, Then I did pad and I do remember getting like a stipend, probably something to cover expenses living like once I went back home, but then going on paradise and I had kind of heard through the grapevine that you could actually negotiate. And I hadn't ever asked for anything really besides saying like, I cannot pay my bills. Is there any way you guys can help me back Mm -hmm. in the day? And then I knew like that they were offering certain people really big, um, dollar signs, um, That I was like, not big, but bigger than I could have ever imagined asking for. And so I, they asked me about paradise. Now I'd been out of the picture probably for let's say five years. And then they call me and say, would you want to be on paradise? And I was like, absolutely. That sounds like a ton of fun. Um, are you going to pay me? Let's just put out $30,000. They're like, are you serious? Why would you think that you'd get paid that? And I was like, I know you pay people money like that. And they, they kind of laughed and said, well, you're old news. So I'd just be grateful. And then I ended Uh, up like, I think I got a stipend. I was totally just a stipend of what, what was it? I think it was like, uh, like a couple thousand per episode or something like that. That's that's the most we heard. Right.
1: Well, and then I was going to go back to the 30,000 number. You saying that you had heard some people were getting Wait, that amount, got 30, that's 000. the largest amount that well, I've so I
2: don't heard even heard know for a fact. So I won't say any names just cause I don't want it. Cause yeah, I actually don't sure. know for a fact, but, um, but people had definitely said, so I, I said, Hey, you take care of my living expenses while I'm gone. And so that was kind of what was negotiated. And so it sounds like I did a good job.
1: Yeah. You did. <laughs> I was like I thought the I was highest we've heard is like 10,000, right? Stephanie, total 800
2: a day. Yeah. 800
1: total. a
0: day. Well, Katie and I did the map. So we, okay. Blake horseman <laughs> got paid $800 a day in paradise. Katie Morton got $10,000, a flat fee, but we did the math and Blake actually got 16000 because $800 a day for how many days he was there was 16000 So the mm-hmm. most we know is Blake based on how long.
2: I got something per episode and it was, so I think that was six or eight episodes total or something like that. But I did end up, I guess it sounds like I negotiated pretty good then. Wow. I actually had some money to be able to live off of that time versus like just covering my expenses of while being away. Like I remember coming home and being like, I can breathe versus all the other times I had gone on the show. I was like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to live my life? Cause I have to get back on top of everything.
1: that that sounds like a lot. Cause Katie was saying with the 10,000, you know, once you factor in taxes and
2: stuff, it like barely covers a month or so. I think I ended up having a little bit bigger of a check than that, but. They probably didn't expect when they negotiated with with me that I would Mm -hmm. last that long again.
0: (laughs) Right. That's true. I'm like, this is
2: season two we're
0: talking about, right? Yes. So I'm talking about people that came in season six. So the fact that you were able to do that so early on Hmm. where they,
2: they definitely, (laughs) what? Maybe I'm remembering this wrong. No, I don't know. I'm saying I think I don't that's think great. I like didn't no. have any money, you guys. I was nannying. I had gone back to school for nutrition. I had just relaunched or just launched my my nutrition job or my nutrition business and seeing clients and taking them on. So I do remember it being like a huge blessing and it felt like just enough, but it was not like it 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 wouldn't be sustainable to live off of if I bounced from that to that. Like if I lived by doing reality TV, like besides the fact that you get brand deals and stuff like that.
1: I think what we're realizing is like, it is so case by case basis. And I think they prey on the fact that people don't even know how much Uh to ask for or what's Mm -hmm. like too much. But the reality is like, it's ABC, like no number I think is like actually too much, but they try to make people think that they like can't negotiate.
2: Well, like I said, they kind of, I didn't feel like I was, the most important person to come on their show. They definitely reminded me that I was old news. Um, I think it oh. didn't hurt me. No, but, but I also think that it didn't hurt me that there were some people that were dropping my name in the casting process that they were casting that were saying, Tenley single. I thought she was going to be my bachelorette type of thing. Like mm. bring her yeah. on. I hope I meet Tenley down at the beach. I think that that helped me, that probably helped me, with the leveraging of going like, okay, I'm really willing. I would have gone. I just needed help making sure that I wasn't going to not be able to pay my bills, you know, and that's all I cared about. I was excited for the new experience. I had been single for a while and I was just in a place that I felt even more confident in who I was at that time. When I went on paradise, it was my most healthy time and my most fun time away, um, to be able to experience it and take it all in. And it was really like living, front row to the show as well. Like I just, I had so much fun. Do they give Uh you pressure to get engaged because you were one of the final couples? Oh, I was like, there's no way like, but I, I think that I feel like from what I've learned is Joshua, um, I don't think he would have ever proposed, but I think he would, he definitely thought that our relationship was, um, way more advanced than I was thinking that it was. Um, so I poor communication on my part in that partnership of like sharing with him where I was at. But, um, I think that the producers definitely were in his ear of like, oh, you guys would just be so great. You should continue this on. And, and it got to that point where at the end I was like, no, we're not continuing on. Like, I don't feel like we, we have like that compatible of a relationship here on out, but mm-hmm. I liked you. I had fun with you. It was a great. time. Yeah.
0: And you got a front row seat to like the craziest bachelor in paradise breakup to this day ever, Carly and
2: Kirk. Oh, that was really heartbreaking to watch. Watching anybody go through a breakup just hurts my stomach because, you know, we all it's something most everybody experiences is like that loss of a, a hope in a relationship. And at that time, I was surprised because they were so they were so cute. They were that was just so I was mad at Kirk. I was so mad at him. I was like, what? Like, where'd that come from? You were just so into her. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: I feel like out of all scenes from the show, that was the most raw and real. And, you know, they have used Carly's crying from that breakup in other promos because I'm psycho and I know. And I'm like, that is specifically Carly getting dumped by Kirk. And they've put it in other promos because you can't tell unless you're crazy. Like you can't tell. (laughs) And I'm like, nope, not for Carly crying though. Like no, her crying for like other people. For crying? another season.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that that's is insane. brilliant. I mean, it is brilliant, but. But, how, but there's a lot of bachelor. That's kind of also, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that's amazing that they can get away with that. Oh I, my God. That's so funny. And wow, you are definitely a good sleuth because you catch those things. You're yeah. a good fan. <laughs> yeah, but, but nothing happens. I
0: just say it. And then like, they're like, well, we're still going to do it. So, yeah. <laughs> well, tell us about life now you're a mom, you're married, you're working. Tell us what, what you've got going
2: on. I'd be happy to, I'm Mm -hmm. watching the monitor right now. I think the baby's about to wake up. So I'll probably just do a short and sweet little version of my life right now. But yeah, my um, I'm married to my husband Taylor and I think we just celebrated yeah four years um, of marriage. Uh, And I don't know where like Even just the six years that we've been together, I don't know where that's all gone, but it's just been a lot of fun. And we have our almost two-year-old daughter, Rel, and she's the sweetest thing in the whole wide world. And she is my, um, besides Taylor too, but she is our number one priority in the world right now. We are so head over heels in love with her. Just, I never... I have always loved kids. I always assumed I would be a mom, but I just always thought that I would be such a different mom than I am. Like she is my whole world. And I've just never understood that when I've watched friends turn into that Mm -hmm. kind of mom, like just being so absorbed in their child's life. But that is, that is exactly what I've become. So currently um, I still work like in like with brand partnerships and stuff, but I am taking a break from my nutrition business and um, just loving life, just being able to be Rose mom and and sharing with people, things that I love things that work with work for us as a family. Um, And hopefully my biggest goal on a daily basis is just sharing, like hopefully joy and hope through the things that, I, I feel like I had such a interesting path to get to where I am here or where I am now. And so my goal at the end of the day is that there's like a little bit of hope and, um, and lighten that to other people who are just kind of still like with trying to find their way to what their, their heart's desires are, you know? So I love that. uh, that's, that's my life it's as so of now. Cool. And have a good sleeper, but she's probably waking up. (laughs) Oh,
0: well, go get her and go take care of her. Thank you so much for taking the time and chatting with us. This has
2: been so fun going down memory lane. I can seriously chat for a whole other hour. That was really fun for me, especially just like getting to chat with you girls. And it's um, fun listening to you both. But also just that was a wild blast from the past. Like I said, I feel like Mm. there's cobwebs now, like kind of coming out of my my brain. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did we well, just talked about, about back another time. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Come back. And like,
2: maybe if you're going to okay. watch this
0: upcoming season, yeah.
2: we do recaps. recaps. Day, yeah. 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 We would love to have you come back and we can chat about Gabby and Rachel. Oh, I'm so excited <laughs> to see how that goes down. And I-, I love watching it. Yeah. I watch it with like, I-, I feel like I'm a fan now. I enjoy watching it. Yay. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll be in touch then. And then this okay. will come
0: out on uh, Thursday. So I'll send you a link once it's up.
2: Perfect. Well, thank you for having me. It was so fun chatting with you you. both and I'll listen soon. (laughs) Yay. Okay. Nice meeting you. Bye, Tedley. Nice to meet you both. Bye. 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 Okay. And that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening and making it all the
0: way to the end. Congratulations. You can go ahead and give us five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening and go write a really nice review because you had so much fun listening to this entire podcast. Make sure to also subscribe so you never miss a future episode. That's really important too.
1: That's really important too. And while you're at it, maybe tell a friend who's a fan of The Bachelor that you are obsessed with this podcast and you love us so much and that they should give us a try. Um, and since you are so obsessed with this podcast, you should also join our Facebook group. So this is a group for the diehard fans. We talk about all things Bachelor. We poll you guys about what you want to hear in the episodes. And sometimes we'll give you a little preview of who the guest is in the coming episode. And so it's just a fun little community of funny people. And you better be one of them, bitch.
0: You better be one of them, Biatch. (laughs) And after you go and join the Facebook group, mosey on over to youtube.com and go subscribe to She's All Batch. We are releasing tons of exclusive clips from our interviews. We're gonna be pumping out lots of content. So if you are bored and want us to continue entertaining you after this podcast is over, mosey on over to YouTube and you will be so happy. And just press the subscribe subscribe button.
1: Subscribe, subscribe.
0: And you know what? send the link to your friend that you told about the podcast and say hey girl also subscribe perfect i think that's an amazing plan
1: And while you're at it with all those stuff, if you are missing us so much because you watch every video on YouTube and you listen to every episode (laughs) of the podcast and you just like need to see us in person, go drive in your little car or get on a plane and come to FOTS Fest. Um, Stephanie and I are going to be going to Audrey's Coffee Shop, which is in Rhode Island on July 16th. We're going to be podcasting from there. We're going to try to bully Jared into an interview and it's going to be a lot of fun. We're just going to hang out at Audrey's and then later at night we're going to be getting a drink in the area in Rhode Island so if you're around or if you live around there or if you're feeling spontaneous and want to take a little trip um see you there.
0: Hell yeah and then you know what after you do all those things go (laughs) and download Trivia Star on your phone. Honestly
1: and you can play Trivia Star on your way to Rhode Island. Maybe not if you're driving yourself but if you're in the car with someone you can play it in the passenger seat or if you're on a plane or a train you can play there and then the time will go by so fast
0: between the youtube and the trivia star and the facebook group like you're literally not even going to have time to like make dinner you're going to be so entertained
1: exactly and then after doing <laughs> all of those things follow us on all platforms follow stephanie at she's all batch follow me at jackie moroni underscore and then i think by then you'll maybe be sick of us so take a break after take that. a break but yeah. only after you do literally all of those things including Pots Fest.
0: I want to give a shout out. Um, So I was on Reddit and we get our content gets picked up on Reddit a lot. We see you guys. Don't worry. Um, But there was someone in the comments that was like really defending us and I really appreciated it. So um, uh, someone shared the reel that I made about Katie Morton not being friends with Hannah anymore. Someone writes, uh, she's all batch, always gets the best tea. Excalibur. 8913 writes, She's All Batch is my favorite podcast. Then, Itchy Scene writes, They should probably do a bit more research because they're not always right, but they're entertaining. And the Chris Souls pod was my fave. They get people to admit stuff you'd never think they'd admit, which is true, but we do a lot of research. So, let me know what we've gotten wrong because I think for the most part we're pretty right but
1: also we're humans we're not like professional uh, contrary to what you might believe we're not professional detectives
0: then um, Excalibur again writes they're definitely not perfect but they get people to spill for sure Thank you I feel like this was a I it was a compliment but it also humbled me for sure I was like uh wait should I be proud or not I don't know but either way we appreciate um you know, kind banter about us back and forth in the comments of Reddit, because Reddit is not always nice, so I appreciate seeing yeah, some that, nice Yeah, that things. was a nice
1: mild, mild criticism, which we can take.
0: But yeah, I think that's all we've got right now for this week, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, I think so. Is that it? Yeah. Bye, bitches.